you found us. We're unapologetic. Welcome. This is Season 2, Venture to the Dark Side. Real-life examination of factors that support and even justify violent partners. I'm Brian, licensed professional counselor. And I'm Erica. I'm not a counselor. Okay, so I need some advice, Erica. I'm here. Okay. Um, Now, this is based on something that happened last week, um, and I'm not quite sure if I handled it correctly. (laughs) Um, It's one of those things where you wish you had like a real-life rewind button. You could play it. That would be helpful. And then be like, you know what? I'd like to take option B. (laughs) 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 Because in the moment, you you just have these experiences where it's like Uh, deer in the headlight and things seem to slow down. mm -hmm. You ever have like that experience? All the time. um, Where you're like, wait, what did you just ask me? Every day of my life. Am I hearing this correctly? I want to go with secret option C. <laughs> That's right. Like, you know what? I would nail life if I had 14 different uh, scenarios I could choose from. Like, okay, this the consequence with this one is you definitely are going to be homeless, right? Uh, or uh, jobless Brian went with option A. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> uh, but okay, so um, uh, I'm leaving. I walk out my front door and... I almost fell. I was startled so bad because my neighbor is in the front yard picking weeds. They're picking <laughs> weeds out of your house. Out of my your yard. Yard. Personal boundaries. It's like wow. they, they were like, you know what? This guy's not going to do it. I'm going to do it for him. Right? How many neighbors? Okay, get, give no, no, me no. A- it wasn't. It wasn't a block party. It oh, wasn't a block. Okay. This is just the. This is Jenny from the block. Jenny uh, from the block. Right. It's and uh, next door. Very sweet. She's very sweet. Okay. But I said, oh, oh, good morning. <laughs> I, I couldn't address the weed plant. I just act like it wasn't happening. Okay. Right. I just acted like, you know it's what? It's best to go into You know denial. what? Maybe she's in her yard and it was a long night. I'm seeing double. Maybe, man, there's something in my coffee. I'm not seeing what I'm seeing. But I didn't address it. I just said, oh, hey, you know, good morning. Um, I turned around and I went back inside and I was like, jaw on the floor. What? Wow. So what's my responsibility? Did I did I mess did I goof up? Do you mess up the well, Should I have said should I have put on like uh, knee pads and my garden <laughs> gloves and been like, let me help you out there, yeah. partner? Okay. Oh Jenny, you know what? I could take it from here. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> hey, you know what? Thanks for getting it started, warming yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah. Um I've got the weed killer right here, <laughs> the roundup. Oh my God. I mean, I don't know, I don't know what to say. I would have been just as shocked as you. Yeah, because it's not like, uh, it's not Fern Gully in the front yard. Okay. It's yeah. not a rainforest. So you think they're just being overly picky? I, I don't know. I don't know because it's, we don't have, it's a, it's, it's my front yard connects to their driveway. Like it's yeah. still all my yard and then it's their driveway and then their yard. Okay. Because yes, I could yes. see like, you I know how sometimes like your grass is touching. Mm-hmm. Like your neighbors, and so you're trying to figure out, okay, do I mow? <laughs> whose grass is whose? Right, right. Like here's the line, you know. It's you're like busting the civil out your, war, right? Your the neighborhood plans, <laughs> like your property tax plans, and yeah. So, okay. So, I mean, I, what else could I, I have done? Really? I don't know. I mean, should I should I've been like, hey, you know what? Know I, your place. Yeah. <laughs> Know your place, your property. Or like, hey, you know what? Um, Let me finish here. I'll bag them and drop them on your door. (laughs) Maybe she's maybe she need it for like compost or something. 
maybe am maybe. i not thinking this out i'm like i i don't know what to say i think you handle it appropriately i wouldn't go back and change anything because okay. there's so many different ways you could have gone you with didn't this. see my mannerisms like it it looked like i was levitating i just did a full 180 i said oh good morning <laughs> shut the door i was like what was that see <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh last week um we talked about um some attitudes that might have been problematic right or you know kind of we're, we're talking about the infancy stage mm-hmm. of look we we could probably say look this behavior is so egregious so dramatic we know that's abuse we know that's battering we know right. that's violence right but right. we're trying to kind of examine what leads up to that yes right because it's it's usually more subtle um under the radar things that we just try to I don't know, distract ourselves from seeing mm-hmm. or um, rationalize. Right. We just go back to those building blocks. Like, okay. where does it all, where is this attitude coming from that this is acceptable, right? And mm-hmm. so you just have to walk it way back. And so we dove into that a little bit, uh, talked about attitudes being a position you made up, you know, you made up your mind about something, you held on to it. Yeah, whether it's based in evidence, who cares? This is how I feel. This it's, is what I've taught. This exactly. is right. Exactly. This is the position I hold on every argument. And so we kind of talked about how that plays into the beginning stages of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Talked about maybe some of the expectations. Um, right, right. Your attitudes are going to, you know, you, the attitude you have about the relationship and, and so forth. And so this time... We'd want to go into beliefs, you know, because in order to get an attitude about something, you'd have to believe that something is real or believe that something exists. Okay, the foundation. Mm-hmm. And so just kind of going true, into the belief system. This is true, and then system. this is how I feel about it. Right. So, okay. And so. All right. Well, you printed up something for me. Um, yeah. Explain. Explain this. Yeah. This is. Uh, it says the belief wheel. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. The belief wheel. So, if you're starting with a belief system. You start to make those judgments, which can go into actions or non-actions, and then the results of those actions. Judgment meaning you judge those who are different or feel different. Right. You could, yeah, you could maybe judge someone who is different from you, or you could just have a judgment about something or a position to take, or maybe even an attitude about something. Okay. Okay. So it would pretty much go into how do you say this all right so if we can't we can't see this i guess describe it to us we've got the will starts with beliefs mm-hmm. then you said then the arrows pointing to judgments judgments leading to someone's behavior right the mm-hmm. actions, actions or right uh, right non-action and, and then, then the consequence results. okay results and then back to beliefs you what know happens? because okay. you got a result and then it kind of just either fuels the belief or it's just interpreted that way you know what mm-hmm. i mean it just cycles through and so you would want to kind of pair this to relationships. Like what are some of the things that people believe about relationships? Well, and I like to, when we were kind of brainstorming before, you'd separate it into let's talk about the differences in gender. Like mm-hmm. are we are we giving uh, mixed messages or just straight up different messages to men and women, boys and girls? Right. And I was trying to think um, before this of just things that I heard – um, or I've heard or I've read um, growing up about um, being in a relationship. Right. What's it supposed to look like? How do I know where, you know, we've talked about this being a game. How do I know I'm winning? <laughs> um, uh, or just going about it the right way. Like, hey, I'm, I'm a successful male in the relationship because. 
That's kind of how I was thinking this week of yeah. thinking, um, you know, because now as an adult and especially in this position, you question things, thankfully, yeah. hopefully, uh, to, you know, question these hardwired. I believe these to be true. Right. But um, it, yeah, but you're basically right, to make it through to... dinner parties with other people. I just really am trying to get better about that. Um, it's, as opposed to there's the door. I'm Bob. getting my, um, right. I'm getting my, my beliefs going out purse so right. I could get through this party. Um, I was thinking, and, and because the culture has changed, I know last year the, the shows were talking about, um, expectations, Mm -hmm. um, right and wrong. And with, with how dating has changed Mm -hmm. it, it's not the 1950s where you're like the female is judged for pursuing the male. Right. Is that okay? So I'm thinking it's a little different. You probably still have some of those belief systems still kind of lingering around. Well, sure. But it's more accepted, I would say, to where if a female's interested, right. I feel like it's a little more accepted or you can do some things that we wouldn't just, oh my gosh, we're judging that female for <laughs> speaking to him before he spoke to her. Right. Okay. Because hmm. I was thinking as a man, I think. even just personally, was it was there was value to... I'm being the one that pursues her. Right. Or the the one I'm attracted to. So there's someone that I think is attractive. Um, I seek her. Or I make those, um, can I put myself in the right spot to meet her? Yeah. Or talk to her first. And I know that that's always been like a societal norm, if you will. Okay. And I know maybe a little more rigid back, back when. Old school. Um, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty old too, Brian. <laughs> But I'm talking, you know, like, you know, 1950s, yeah, yeah, 1940s, 30s, where you had women viewed more so as property to make unions with other families by offering them as a yeah. spouse. Right. OK. Um, and so then you get that idea like you're going from marriage or courtship is merely a transaction, a business Uh, a property deal then you're kind of shifting into the dating realm where you know you have people pursuing relationships because they want companionship but there's still that idea that women aren't really raised or conditioned to make the first move because of the implication whether it's you know the belief system like you know I don't want to be seen as forward um you know, my position is always to allow uh, looked at that as the aggressive room. as opposed to assertive. Right. Okay. And so when you go back to the belief systems and I know the ones, you know, I heard growing up were more directed towards the intimacy. Okay. And I use that word just to stay a little censored because I'm not talking about intimacy as in closeness or open with each. You're talking about the physical sex. Right. Okay. Well, I guess we could say that on the air. Can we say that on the air? We just did. Great. Breaking the rules once at a time. Um, Okay. So, yes. And my generation, the majority of the relationships that were talked about, it was mainly for sex. Like, you got a girlfriend as a way to end your, you know, whether you were a virgin and you were looking to get rid of that virginity card or whether you were... You know, okay. You wanted someone to be active with. It wasn't so much like, "Hey, I want to get to know you um, as a person or a companion." I'm looking just to score and have someone I can continuously score with. Okay. And so, thus became. So is the that game. like write a write a passage developmentally? 
I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure if it was like a normal thing. Okay, um, you've arrived at this level because <laughs> now you're sleeping with your girlfriend. Yeah, you're you're at level 13 now, son. So. Okay. Can't keep up. <laughs> you're level 13. So much pressure. No, I... Well, it was almost like a a badge kind of a thing. Yeah, I guess yeah. you could say the belief was that we've talked about like the notch on your belt, like what's your yeah. number? Like the belief was that if a man or a boy, a young boy, um, and I'm talking purely my own personal experience, it was the belief that if they had multiple women sex partners, they were, you know, they got some kind of an award. Uh, some kind of a credibility, mm -hmm. uh, a good reputation. Not only would the other males respect him more, uh, but the other, you know, females would want him more, uh, thinking he was maybe more experienced. And even then, you know, did us kids really even freaking know what sex was, right? Probably didn't. And why? Well, and that speaks to, you know, um, you know now as an adult, we're hopefully at a point where we at least address why we do the things we do. But right. back then we're just on this machine. A piece of masculinity. Like you're the, you're the man. Um, it was a way to stay in the man box. Okay. You know, because if you're chasing women or you're chasing girls, you know, and I'm talking teens, if you're chasing the girl and you're getting the girl, it's all of a sudden some type of competition to earn your street cred. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, you know, it's funny. Uh, I was listening um, to another podcast and they were talking about, um, okay, what's acceptable and are there some things that, you know, females can do if they're interested because now everybody, you know, we're, we've got everything in your hand and you get mm -hmm. to choose, be quick to judgment uh, you know, or to judge someone's photo or bio and be like, Oh, interested, not interested, interested, oh, okay. not interested. Yeah. Um, but they were mentioning it was kind of funny cause she was saying that I think this, this lady had found her husband on uh, Bumble. Is that a, like she found her future husband on Bumble or she was already married. No, to she him was married to him. She was just talking about how they met and oh, it was through okay. an app. I, I thought it was, you know, they had been married and then found oh, him dating great. on both. Yeah, runner-up number two. Yeah, uh, that no, would no, no, been no. brutal. No, this was, okay, uh, so that's how they're they They're married, met. have been married for several okay. years, but um, she's an advocate. She's quite a bit older, but she was an advocate for online dating, right? Oh, and how okay, some okay. sometimes people, um, you know, let age really be a hindrance of, well, that per that time has come and gone, but that, you know, she truly felt like there's someone for everybody. Oh, okay. Um, right. But she was saying that, um, she kind of had those hangups with, oh my gosh, I don't want to be seen as the clinger or the aggressor. Right, or, right. Or, oh my gosh, she's so forward. Yeah. And dude, let him come to you. But she was like, no, I don't want to do that. It's, okay. it's, uh, it's yeah, that 2020. Be aloof, wait the three days. Play hard to get. Yeah, all that's these, All this crap. So she said, but what she found was she was able to do some things that um, and her, her examples were kind of like, um, you keep, uh, you're in Starbucks, you're in the line and you keep, uh, noticing that at the same time of day, there's like a really attractive dude behind her, oh, okay, behind okay. you. Right. Uh -huh. And so, uh, but you never, you don't know what to say and you're waiting for him to say something to you so you could start like a conversation right. never happens. So 
she said that because sometimes the you know the male has this kind of want to be wanted you know rescue the damsel in distress that kind of like <laughs> courageous let me help you with something oh, dear. Uh, you know let me help you with the uh, whatever reach this box that you can't reach. oh my god uh, she said um that i think the the entry was hey um you know what's good here and oh, okay. so kind of like, hey, you know, what's good here? What what do you what do you like? What you know, give me some ideas. You see, and so I then he gets been, to offer advice. Well, I see. And I would have been a little more forward like, hey, you know what? Why don't we plan a run in? Yeah. Yeah. Let's plan our next run in. <laughs> OK. You know what I mean? You're, you've got like a diagram of if this, then this. <laughs> see, um, how about we plan our next bump into each other? Huh? How about, oh, you okay. Know, see, that's how's good. How's Tuesday? OK. You know? See, that's a little more flirtatious. Yeah. She was saying, look, if he if, you know, if, let's say he's just a nice guy, but he's not interested. Mm-hmm. He'll say, oh, you know what? The chai latte almond milk's delicious. Right. Um, that's what I get. And, and then, then and, and, and where then does it, it, it dies? It dies. Yeah. Because I was going to say the where does it go from there? Right. But if he's interested then he may use that as like the foot in the door okay you know what maybe this is an opportunity to have a conversation she also says something like um you're out with a friend and you notice an attractive person so you give them like a job you're like hey would you watch my jacket uh as i take these drinks over to some girlfriends i'll be right back (laughs) if it's just a nice guy you know he you know he's like oh here's your jacket i washed it for you nothing happened not interested but if he's interested he's like he'll be able to say something but she was saying Mm. those things she actually took the initiative in doing okay to kind of fight off that like belief that if you make the first move um she's gonna be chastised or labeled right see and again i i go for the more direct approach like i would have been like hey you are man you know hey confidence let's let's uh plan our next run in together huh how about you know next saturday yeah hey you know what time same place we should do this on purpose yeah yeah (laughs) we should do this on purpose Tell me all about you. Oh, that's great. Okay, well, so what are some things on the female side that you maybe thought before now you're an adult who's Mm -hmm. educated and doesn't take crap from anyone? Um, but so let's say I've been told <laughs> before before then what were some messages that at least either rubbed you the wrong way or that you kind of were told are true that now- I mean growing up it was always that you know sex was a game you're supposed to play hard to get you know don't give you know the tacos away for free because no one's going to come to visit taco truck and buy them you know just just a just, hey, you know any analogy tacos uh, ice cream milk <laughs> whatever yeah, that's great you know i i've heard that but it was yeah. something else something to do with dairy i don't, I don't insert inanimate know. object here <laughs> humans are so simple which i find troubling because i'm like one okay thanks mom way to reduce me down to a taco because <laughs> yeah. i'm devoid of all thought and feeling <laughs> and two it's you know at the time that was very normal okay. that was normal yeah. i live my life by that right so with that said, it was the message consistently, you know, and as a young woman, you internalize that to a point where you're either going to let it affect your self-esteem. And I have a lot of girlfriends where it really affected their self-esteem because here they are humans with a sex drive for intimacy. Unfortunately, the only boys available to fill that need have been taught, hey, man, the more the merrier. You know, you got to get another notch in your bedpost. So they're willing to say anything to lie um, in order to to accomplish you as if you're, again, some sort of trophy. And 
you end up with a lot of young women who were, you know, just heartbroken and sad and felt played and fooled. You know what I recognized? Um, and I just, I always thought this was kind of interesting, but that if you received attention from a seemingly attractive, and it doesn't, I'm not just talking about physically attractive, but whatever, popular, right? Um, and, you know, has an ability in some area, gifted physically with sports or something. If you received attention from that person mm-hmm. that you were discouraged from, you know, putting up boundaries to say hmm. like, like you would be weird if you rejected or put, you know, put on the brakes or didn't you know, seem interested. It's actually funny you brought that up because I wasn't in the cool crowd, you know, when I was in middle school, I was uh-huh. in a different crowd. Okay. okay? Yeah. We'll keep that anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> I need names, yeah. Erica. We'll keep it anonymous what crowd I was in. So I did have a, a jock, quote unquote, yeah. ask me out uh-huh. in private. Um, and I, I turned him down because, you know, that, that wasn't my thing. Yeah. Um, and Just because of, so were you almost profiling him? <laughs> like, I don't date meatheads. I'm prejudging like you. You're probably not smart. Brutal. <laughs> <laughs> But nice arms. You sound like you'd have to, like I'd have to work at conversations with you. Next. <laughs> um, no, but did, okay, so how did that go? Was he polite and like, okay. Not at all. Oh, dear. So he, he you know, he, he took it like, fine, whatever, basically. Okay. But I was a B-I-T-C-H and a W-H-O-R-E for the rest of the year. Would you back that up? I'm trying to spell that out. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Can we ask Siri? <laughs> yeah, so, but the problem was you. We've talked about that. There's articles like where... Um, but the problem was me? Right. Like, like if you're the problem, if you could reject this person with prowess that we learned today I'm a <laughs> moron and put an L in words that don't have L's. Um, but yeah, so you were, it was, it couldn't have been like, Oh, okay. You just, I'm not your, your brand. Yeah. I'm not your type, whatever. He, yeah. He, this guy just didn't like you're the word. The, no, you're the B I T C H. Yeah. He didn't like the word now at all. Um, and let me see what I was about. How old? High school. 15. Okay. 15, 14, maybe. Learner's permit. <laughs> no, I wasn't driving. <laughs> <laughs> Mom I mean, I me. was driving, but not with a permit. Ooh, dude. I hope the parentals are not listening. Oh, God. Mom, I'm sorry. Okay, Mom, I'm um, sorry. Um, I'm trying to think. What else did I hear? Uh, yeah, there was pressure to to be seen as attractive from not just one female, but several females. Like, you were looked at as cool. Um I think it just goes into. I was happy a, for just one. How do you say it? Interested. School has, and correct me if I'm saying this right, Brian, because I know you will. Okay. School has a caste system. Did I say that right? Oh yeah, clicks for sure. Yeah, and it really just I plays into that. Yeah. It plays into that. You're if not you don't part fit of my in, group. Right. You don't fit in. You're already got the odds stacked against you. Say I had said yes to that jock, I could have become. Come one of the cool girls because I was in with the jock. You know, I was blessed with, and this is probably survival mode because I, I remember really judging myself when things got quiet and I was alone at home in my room Aww. and had time to think about this. But I was like, man, I don't really identify with any one group because mm-hmm. I, I got to like navigate in all of them. Yeah. Uh, mostly because of humor. 
chameleon. Yeah. I like it. You get, do a little self-deprecation. <laughs> People mostly want that short, funny guy. I, I grew. <laughs> I pr- prayerfully, I grew. Thank you, Jesus. Oh. Uh, but I was tiny. So, But I just remember thinking, oh, okay. man, I'm weird because I don't really fit in. And I played sports, but I didn't really identify with being in that. Like, like a jock. And- like, yeah. Um, I did music and stuff, but I didn't really feel like I fit in with you know, whatever it was, band or choir. Or whatever. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, there's definitely, um, hmm. a, a class, a cast system. And what's funny is that, you know, there's certain things that you think, or that I thought that I would be able to grow out of, mm-hmm. which is so funny because you don't, you don't, if you don't like group projects in school, buckle Chances up, buddy. Are you're not going to like unless you're on an Island with your laptop, even if you are, that's you're going to be communicating with somebody, right? That you're like, hey, we need to collaborate. You're like, oh my gosh, dude. I can't get this person in India. I just don't get I it. I don't get uh, it. But yeah, there's, there's, I feel like I there's know. clicks at work. Yeah. There's clicks at church. There's click, there's certain groups. You know, and, and that's right? probably why I'm not very social because I can't really buy into that. Like, I was the same, like middle school. Well, am I reading that wrong? Have you experienced this or no? No, yeah. Okay. There's clicks everywhere. Right. You're right. Whether it's a, a organization, a social organization, work, there's clicks and a caste system everywhere. That's very What's correct. funny is I don't think that the evil is in the different groups. I feel mm-hmm. like the evil comes from this judgmental piece. Well, it's... If we have different beliefs... Right. You're on the outside looking in. Yeah. You don't because belong if you with don't, us. Yeah, if you're not... In with your cohorts. Right. You're Which, not going to. And I th- it, that leads to behavior that pisses us off and mm-hmm. makes us want to stay home and Netflix and chill. Right. Well, I mean, think about it. If you have a, a group that. This neighbor all pulls have... the weeds. This <laughs> one doesn't. I don't know what to say about that, Brian. <laughs> I feel sorry for you. Don't. Don't. My life is hilarious. Oh, that's great. Well, well mostly I mean, if for all... <laughs> others. It's hilarious for others. You know what? Don't don't worry. I'll send <laughs> someone over there to pick the rest of the weeds for you. Dude, I'm going over the, there tonight. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to be doing this by moonlight. Sorry, Look, if you have the these groups that have all the same beliefs, it makes it a bit stronger. And then if you look at the groups that have the most social power, the beliefs then just become the existence, right? Yeah. I mean. Well, and that comes with power through. Um, social power is huge. Yeah. Money. You know? influence whether it was money whether you had the best jordans you know in my day it was when you had the kids kids you know what i'm saying yeah those are like the original vans see and here i was i was a loner i didn't fit into any group either you know i wore muscle shirts jeans and doc martens didn't fit in with it doc Doc martens were the the bee's knees they were but not in my not in my uh school not in my area okay you know that was more that that meant you were being uh, too good, too cool for school. Actually, the opposite. It meant I was way too dark because she wore Doc Martens. Oh, because yeah. he did like the black boots, the tall boots. Well, yeah, I had the. I still have them till this day. I still have. You know, it's boots. funny. Right when those stopped being cool, <laughs> my dad discovered them. Are you he, had, he had a roofing oh. business. He swore by him. He was like, "These are great. These are great." I'm not taking them off. Okay, first off, Brian, they're still cool. Okay, <laughs> I still I wear remember my them Doc being Martins. comfortable, and I told you I was short. They were like platform for me, yeah, man. Yeah, they were great. They gave height. me an inch and a half. I know. Awesome. That, I know that when I get my weight taken, they add five pounds. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. 
So with that said. And weighing in yeah. at a whopping 82 pounds <laughs> soaking wet. And she's got her docks on. <laughs> 95 pounds. <laughs> no. So with that said, I guess it goes back to the groups with the most social power. If their beliefs are the same, that that becomes the existence for everybody else in the school well and you're chastised if you challenge it even among those groups because i remember that yeah you would have to really like collude the entire freaking city against these you know social power types well and ultimately we're talking about the beginning the birthplace um origination Mm -hmm. and the issue is if we don't challenge some of these um compromising beliefs then that's where we're getting this kind of behavior right right. because imagine what that looks like all grown up well thank you for joining us (laughs) this is unapologetic uh, be sure to continue uh, tuning in. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Uh, but also we have an uh, Instagram page, so that's Real Unapologetic Podcast. Um, and then all of the feedback, we enjoy reading the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, just direct message us, or as the kids say, DM. Um, again, we can't wait to hear it because I know I'm probably offended. I know I've, I've heard some feelers. Uh, definitely my names. Um, I'll fix that today. Uh, thank you, Erica. You're always, always enlightening. All right. Have a great week. <laughs>